Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. And today we are going to discuss the importance of a movie called Pacific Rim. Now, hold your horses because if you think, oh man, this this movie was, you know, ridiculous and stupid. No, there's a lot of small pieces that are very pertinent to not only alien culture, but also human culture. And I'll explain. Uh, so Pacific Rim came out in 2013. It was directed by Guillermo del Toro. It was starred Charlie Hunnam, who was in Sons of Anarchy. Idris Elba, one of the best actors of our time. It has Rinko Kikuchi, Charlie Day, who does a fantastic job in this. Uh, Robert Kaczynski, Mass Martini, and Ron Perlman, amongst many others. Um, and we can talk all day about their performances and they did a great job in making what, you know, kind of is like a little bit of a B-movie. Uh, however, this movie does a really good job of interplaying the right amount of script with the right amount of action. And <clears throat> this movie really plays to individuals who are into the kaiju, anime, uh, you know, Japanime-type comics, right? And that's kind of where Jaegers came from uh, and where these kaiju came from. They're, you know, the Godzilla movies and that kind of thing, the big creatures that come from the bottom of the ocean in this movie. They come from an interdimensional portal at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, and humans create these, these giant Jaegers that fight against these humongous creatures that range from smaller creatures to gigantic creatures. They have classifications for them. But um, what I want to get into... <clears throat> is a little bit about what this movie really represents. And yeah, of course, there's a lot of action. Great, great action. Uh, really good, uh, you know, technical um, portions of the robots, uh, the Jaegers. Uh, they have really good sci-fi effects. Um, <clears throat> but what's really interesting is the interplay that happens with the individuals who are interconnected through uh, a neural handshake okay so what happens in this movie is there's pilots that pilot these large Jaeger robot creatures okay and each one has at least two and possibly three pilots that are mentally linked through a neural handshake which is connected to their mind and they have to be the right kind of connection uh, of personalities. So they test different people with different other individuals and find the right people that will work together with the neural handshake, as well as um, <clears throat> uh, piloting the machine. So they have to be physically healthy as well as mentally healthy, um, and they, they call the process drifting when they, when they neural link together. Uh, apparently they need two individuals or three individuals to pilot these large robotic craft because there's too much stress on the brain when one individual is piloting it. Now, just real quick aside, if you follow ufology at all, how do they pilot the UFO craft? They pilot it by touching the craft. As we've seen in crashes, they have hand marks in the craft where they put their hands and connect with the craft th mentally through a neural link. Some craft 
like the Kraft and Roswell, was found to have head-like uh, devices that looked like EEG uh, mental uh, electrodes um, that were found and was thought to be their method of communication with their aircraft. So this movie really is very similar to some of the technology that we found in the form of a neural link qualification to pilot these aircraft. If you've listened to any of my other previous podcasts, one of my first podcasts was the David Adair podcast in which he went multiple stories down below Area 51 and touched one of the aircraft just with his hand and it could read his his emotions. So this movie, although it might seem like a B-movie, really has a lot of important similarity uh, similarities and aspects to what we have really found in crashed alien aircraft. So <clears throat> getting back to the movie, what's really cool is they have a connection. Um, the two main actors, Charlie and um, oh, the other girl, uh, Rinko, they have this really great connection together. Uh, Rinko happens to be Idris Elba's uh, kind of like adopted daughter. He saved her from a kaiju attack, uh, which killed her parents, and he <clears throat> raises her as his own, and he doesn't want her to become a pilot. But unfortunately, to his dismay, she happens to be a perfect mental neural link fit for Char Charlie Hunnam's character. And they end up piloting um, the Gypsy Danger, which is one of the Jaegers that's in the movie. <clears throat> so the plot goes um, along this, this theme, and uh, they train throughout the movie to become pilots. They train physically, kind of almost in like that Matrix battle between Morpheus and uh, Keanu Reeves' character, um, <clears throat> Mr. Anderson, um, in kind of like that, uh, that old-fashioned uh, fighting scene where they, where they battle each other. Um, so they have a similarity to the Matrix in, in that regard. And they show them kind of, you know, having their fights, having their disagreements, um, and ultimately working together. <clears throat> now, I talk a lot about telepathy in, in a lot of my podcasts. Now, what's interesting is these kaiju that they fight, they end up destroying or killing, and they end up obtaining the brain of one of these kaiju, or a piece of the brain of the kaiju, these large creatures. And what they do is they end up utilizing their neural link to connect with the brain of these kaiju. <clears throat> and what they find out is, you know, these few kaiju that make it through this interdimensional portal in the bottom of the Pacific Rim uh, are just like the hounds. They're just like these these initial creatures that are searchers and checking out to see where they can attack because their entire civilization is based on dominating and taking over planets and then using their resources and moving on to the next planet. One of their scientists, Charlie Day, makes the connection between himself and this brain that they find and what what happens is you know it really screws with his head but he's able to obtain this information through these neural links well what are we talking about here what's the word i'm using over and over again neural link 
what's Elon Musk making? He's making a neural link, right? He's making a device that's going to connect us to the internet, connect us to devices in our home, connect us to, you know, devices like Alexa, you know, all matters of intelligence that we can obtain through the internet, we're going to have capable in our brain, right? <clears throat> so a lot of these these technologies that they have in Pacific Rim, even though it's kind of a B-movie, really have an amazing interplay in between what kind of technologies we're developing today. This movie was made in 2013, and now we're having technologies that are very similar to what they use in the movie uh, being developed and being utilized by uh, none other than one of the brightest minds of our generation, <laughs> or many generations, uh, Elon Musk. So, um, you know, it's it just blows me away because although we see these strange pieces in movies and and and, and think that they might be, you know, oh, that's way too up too far off in the future. Well, seven years after this movie is made, we have very similar technology to this. Now, <clears throat> as I was talking about in my previous podcast, if we have some of this technology and we can utilize it in many different ways, whether we use it in a, in a Jaeger like they, they use it in Pacific Rim or we use it just to have access to information uh, to play piano, to learn how to play piano, um, this information can be hacked, right? This information can be utilized in a negative way, right? Let's say, for example, that we do develop some some, some sort of bio uh, biomechanic machinery, and we have our infantrymen using it. Could it be hacked? Yes, it could be hacked. You know, and that's that's kind of the scary thing is that you know people will be able to steal pieces of of electronics, steal pieces of technology. Um, knowing that they can access it through through their mind. One of my favorite films is uh, District 9, right? And in District 9, um, <clears throat> they, have, uh, they have a lot of technology in that movie. However, that's not the movie I was thinking of. I apologize. It was Elys- Elysium with Matt Damon. And the... Um, if you've seen the movie, it's the gentleman who has the information that's going to shut that could shut down um, Elysium and shut down all the power. Um, he has this information in his head, right? It's like implanted in his head. It's an implant, kind of like Johnny Mnemonic. That's an old movie. Um, but what he's doing is he's about to fly up to Elysium to give the technology, the information to uh, to Jodie Foster to be able to shut down and take over Elysium. Well, what did they do, right? What does Matt Damon do and his buddies do? They try to basically take him out. They shoot down his aircraft. They, they go to extract this information from his mind that has this kind of like, you know, disk drive in it or whatever you want to call it, but it has the information in there. And they're going to take it out of his head. <clears throat> well, isn't it possible if we have a neural link, which ha- it is reported to have just kind of like thin thread fibers in it um, that are attached to our brain, isn't it possible that 
people might get kidnapped, people might get, you know, um, threatened or assaulted for the information in their head, right? Um, you know, that's that's a worry that, that is a real concern. So, you know, while we have a lot of this technology coming up and coming faster and faster, um, it'll be interesting to see how we protect ourselves with it as well, uh, away from people who might want to steal it from us. So, um, so what did you think about Pacific Rim? You know, did you think that it was silly? Did you enjoy the movie? Did you appreciate, um, you know, the special effects and the robots and the fighting? Um, I think the actors in the movie did, did a miraculous job. I mean, although it, it does seem like it was kind of like a B-type movie, um, I still think many of the actors just did a, a hell of a job. Um, you know, Charlie did a great job. Charlie Day did a great job. Um, I think that um, some of the, the other under-the-line the characters did a great job. Clifton Collins Jr., he plays kind of the uh, scientist uh, producer of of the uh, the computers behind the scenes in the movie. He does a great job. He's kind of wearing suspenders, and he's got, like, the bow tie on. I think he's got a bow tie on. Um, he does a great job. Bern Gorman, he's the guy with the cane, and he's the scientist, and he does a magnificent job. I mean, all these characters are so different. Right, you got the tough guy Charlie, you got uh, Charlie Day who's kind of the goofball. Burn Gorman's kind of a goofball scientist. Uh, you got Idris Elba who's the the stalwart, the stoic leader, uh, marshal of the uh, of, of managing <laughs> all the Jaegers. Um, you got Ron Perlman who plays this kind of goofball weirdo black market guy who ends up selling a kaiju brain to Charlie Day, um, you know, does a miraculous job in the movie, um, and and there's so many other actors in here that do a really good job, um, it, the movie, although when I initially saw the movie, I was like, I saw the, you know, the trailer for it, I'm like, oh god, just another robot movie, but once I actually saw it, and saw how they did it, and the script for it, and everything, I thought it, they did a really good job, and apparently a whole bunch of other people did too, because they quadrupled their money, or or maybe three times their money at the box office, I think it cost like $150 million to make, and they ended up making over $400 million. so they did a pretty good job on it. So anyway, I just wanted to bring up that movie, I really enjoyed it, and I thought it had some interesting contrasts and comparisons to the Neuralink that I just did a podcast on, um, and I just watched the second Pacific Rim, which I thought was pretty good as well, um, so maybe I'll talk about that another time, um, but I like to do some, some movie reviews that have some real effect towards some of the ufology that we talk about, and some of the, the higher technologies that are coming out, and seeing how they interplay. So hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves, your mental health, physical health, and taking care of your families, focusing on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, uh, and really taking care of you know your your personal time. Uh, don't let don't let too much time go by without taking care of your, your personal time and and taking care of you as well. Um, and continue to question the universe around you. There's so much around us that that has you know yet to be discovered. So until next time. 
Take care. Lockdown Universe out.